tweet at SFM Radio and at Aldrin Simpia. In conversation next with the spokesperson for the Ministry of Forestry, Fisheries and Environment, the latest statistics released by the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and the Environment show a 40% decrease in the number of rhino poached in the Kruger National Park in 2022 compared to 2021. The Kruger National Park has previously been a hotspot for rhino poaching. However, poachers are now targeting KZN parks. The province lost 244 rhinos and 16 of those were in a privately owned reserves. Minister Barbara Creasy says there has been a collaboration between conservation authorities, the police, the revenue authorities and international agencies in the fight against rhino poaching. Albi Mudisa now joining us on the Albi, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. So, what would the department attribute this decline to? Good afternoon, and uh, thanks for the opportunity. The decline in terms of uh, poaching activities is largely attributed to, firstly, the the work that the law enforcement agencies uh, across the board continue to carry out, whether it's the hawks, whether it's the, uh, the the rangers in the different national parks and the provincial resorts, but also in the main, it's the efforts on the ground of um, communities that live adjacent to national parks who become agents for change and who want to make sure that our efforts to deal with rhino poaching continue to yield dividends. Could it also be that one of the reasons that we are actually noting this decline is that because in 2021 and 2020 there it was COVID-19 and there was that hard lockdown and because of some of these lockdown and restrictions, um, the poachers found, um, I don't know, a window of opportunity um, to poach? Look, I mean, lockdown played a role in 2020, uh, which is why the figures are sitting at 294. Uh, obviously, in 2020 and the significant part of 2021, there were movement restrictions, and those restrictions curtailed uh, any particular effort by individuals to you know, move into national parks. But also, there was a point in 2020 where national parks were closed. Uh, that has been a contributory factor. But uh, in addition to that, um, if you move in 2022, um, the slight uh, decrease in terms of uh, the poaching activities is attributed to all of these efforts that I mentioned earlier. Uh, but also in the main, it's our international collaborations with uh, like-minded countries, uh, Singapore, where we continue to engage extensively with that country, but also with uh, China, which we have a number of understanding with, with Vietnam, which we also have a number of understanding with, and Mozambique, which is also part of the countries that we've signed an understanding uh, of understanding with. And those partnerships already help because the the upsurge in terms of cold poaching in South Africa is largely fueled by the global demand. Much as it happens on our soil, it's fueled and it's been instigated from outside of South Africa. So all our efforts at home are well and good, but it's also going to be very important that we scale up our international relations and our understanding and uh, protocols with uh, transit countries, which are countries that normally would be used to transport the rhino horns out of South Africa, mm-hmm. but also with, uh, with consumer states, which are states where it's been known and recorded that when the horns leave South Africa, find their way into those countries. How do, those, uh, how do they manage to leave the country with those horns, considering that we have all of these checks and balances at our border posts? Look, Aldrin, I mean, you, you would see that um, the, 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 there have been instances where at the Oatham International Airport, uh, customs officials would have intercepted individuals 
Sometimes they slice the horn into smaller pieces. Sometimes they heighten it in some cases. So it, it, it works that we continue to engage extensively with the border authorities to make sure that uh, the, the environment crimes are also continue to be prioritized, which has been the case over the past few years, but it's going to be very important that the new reformed border uh, authority is going to be our key player in making sure that uh, we continue to mm-hmm. intercept any potential uh, leakage. And then KZN, what's happening there? 2020-93, Rhino poached. 2021, 102. And that jumped to 244 in 2022. It's a worrisome area. Um, as Minister said, we are going to engage extensively with uh, authorities in KZN. Remember, in KZN, it's mostly parks that are owned and controlled by the province. There's no national park. And so we are going, except for the, um, except for the, uh, the, uh, the um, um, what's this, um, Ismagalito. Yeah. Um, and there have been also cases of poaching that have been recorded there. But we are extremely worried that um, it looks like all our efforts that we've stepped up in national parks have disrupted the poachers and they have made their way to the Kizaran province. And that's why it's going to be important that we replicate some of the activities and efforts that we have put in national parks that we share those uh, efforts with uh, KZN so we can meet the problem. In the so is, is with KZN, are these mostly from um, privately owned parks or what? Look, we, we, in KZN you have a mixture of state-owned but in provincial uh, reserves, right? Yeah. So remember we were saying that it, it, except for Kruger, there was no national park that saw any post activity. Okay. However, in the province of KZN, you will find, for example, Ezenvelo, which is a provincial uh, uh, entity running provincial reserves. So those might also be part of the cluster, including, of course, uh, the 86 that were poached from private rhino, from private owners, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them would have been uh, portions that came from uh, KZN as well. Yeah. Uh, w- what about um, some of this actually being orchestrated internally? Um, because maybe there are some security lapses and the guys internally know where where the loopholes are and then those are then exploited. Because this number jumping from 93 in 2020 during a hard lockdown where actually Sand Parks lost 247 rhino because of the lockdown, some would assume. Um, in KZN, it jumped to 244. So, Aldrin, the other factor is that we, we need to work closer with communities living adjacent to national parks and any parks, provincial parks. There, there must be an understanding that uh, when individuals move into parks to kill the rhino, the horns that are taken are taken, it's a, it's a taxpayer's money that are used to look after these uh, rhinos. And therefore, it, 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 we need to inculcate in the minds of all South Africans, especially those who live adjacent to national parks, that they must be agents. Uh, on behalf of the state and their own country in protection of our conservation efforts. So there might also be instances where individuals internally have been driving this effort. Uh, we'll never know until individuals have been arrested. But I'm me also hasten to add that there have been cases of uh, rangers in some of our national parks arrested for collaborating and aiding and abating some of the poachers. And therefore, one would not rule out such a possibility. Albin Mudisa, thank you so much for your time. Spokesperson for the Ministry of Forestry, Fisheries, as well as Environment. 0614-104-107. That is our voice note line. You can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 0032.